Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm really happy that you're here with us again today, where we unpack the many, many ways to heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD using lifestyle changes. Today, we're going to be talking about using your wise mind to help clear your anxiety. But before we get started, I wanted to talk about the fact that you're listening to the show on an audio. And so I know that you very well may be interested in some of the books we suggest on audio. For the listeners of Anxiety Coaches Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. This is a fabulous opportunity to download something like Peace is Every Step by Thich Nhat Hanh. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash audible trial for your free book. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com slash audible trial for your free book. The link will also be in the show notes and on the website. Okay, let's get talking about using your wise mind and using it to help clear your anxiety. So... What is our wise mind? Where is it and how do we access it? I mean, these are like, uh, we talk about wise mind here and there. So let's, let's get a little bit more clear on what that is. Our wise mind gets us out of our heads, out of our thinking and into our wisdom. So when we have anxiety, our minds are often cluttered with believing many of the thoughts that go through our head instead of just seeing some of them as thoughts and letting them go. We often get mixed up with a lot of thoughts that maybe we would be better off just letting them go and have trouble making decisions because of this cluttered mind. So how do we get into our wise mind? We want to first consider the idea that maybe our wise mind is not in our heads. So maybe we can look at our body in a new way as part of our wholeness and that it could be part of our wisdom. So let's take a look at where this wise mind might be by going first into a little meditation that I'm going to read to you. And this is part of uh, some DBT. Uh, dialectical behavior therapy helps to bring people more into their bodies. It's a therapy that very much depends and leans on mindfulness and embodiment. So let's take a little page out of uh, some of their teachings. So to begin with, find a comfortable place to sit. Try not to be disturbed. And if you're listening to this while you're exercising or driving to work, you can always come back to it again. Or just remember where we went. You can remember this and go to this place on your own. So begin by locating the bottom of your sternum 
of, on your rib, rib cage. If you don't know where that is, uh, you can touch your the bone of the center of your chest and then follow it all the way down toward your belly until the bone ends. That's your sternum. Place one hand on your belly between the bottom of your sternum that we just located and your belly button. This is the center of wise mind. Take a few slow, long breaths and relax. Now slowly breathe in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Feel your belly rise and fall as you breathe. Imagine your belly filling up with air like a balloon as you breathe in and then feel it deflate as you breathe out. Feel the breath moving in across your nostrils and then feel your breath blowing out across your lips. As you breathe, notice any sensations in your body. Feel your lungs fill with the air. Notice the weight of your body as it rests on the seat in which you are sitting. With each breath, notice how your body feels and allow your body to become more and more relaxed. Now, as you continue to breathe, let your attention focus on the spot underneath your hand. Let your attention focus on the center of this wise mind that we just located. Continue to take long, slow breaths. And if you have any distracting thoughts, just allow those thoughts to leave you without fighting them and without getting stuck on them. Let's continue to breathe and focus on the center of this wise mind that's in our body and feel your hand resting on your stomach. As you focus your attention on your center of your wise mind, notice what appears. If you've had any troubling thoughts, problems, or decisions that you have to make in your life, think about them for a few seconds. Then ask your center of your wise mind what you should do about these problems or decisions. Ask your inner intuitive self for guidance. And then notice what thoughts or solutions arise out of your center of your wise mind. Don't judge whatever answer you receive. Just note them to yourself and keep breathing. Continue to focus your attention on your center of wise mind. If no thoughts or answers come on your questions, just continue breathing. Now continue to notice your breath rising and falling. Keep breathing and returning your focus to the center of wise mind until we end. And then when we're finished, slowly open your eyes and return your focus to the room. And so you can bring yourself back into the room now if you were able to actually do that exercise. And just know that this is another part of our knowingness is in our wise mind, which is not in our head, in that thinking, thinking place that actually gets us a little bit confused. So this is a great practice to use 
just getting used to seeing how you feel when you focus on the center of your wise mind, where the hand was under the sternum toward the belly button, and feeling any feelings that might come up. It's a great practice to get used to using your intuition. You know, there are many people in the East who, when they talk about what they are thinking, they point to this area. They don't point to their head. I thought that was really fascinating when I first heard that. So there are other ways of dealing with making decisions, with thinking, with being. It doesn't have to all come from those thoughts that race across our mind day in and day out. Remember, we often have many, many thoughts that are just not worth thinking about at all or paying any attention to. So dropping down into the body when we have a decision to make and checking in. You can ask a question about a decision that you're making and see how it feels in the wise mind area. Our gut intuition, it's always been there. We used it so much when we were kids and we got disconnected from it. So we need, especially when we are struggling with anxiety, we need to reconnect with the body. Many people with anxiety, panic, and PTSD are totally living in their mind, in the head. It's like the body is something that goes to the gym or is fed every day, but it is not seen in a holistic manner as part of the whole mind-body continuum. So we want to drop back down into the body and feel that gut intuition again. Call it wise mind, call it gut intuition, call it what you will, but use it because it, it really will not lead you astray. The more you practice with it, practice with some small stuff and see and keep track of it. Write it down. See how you made out if you don't trust it. Some of us just are instinctually trusting that gut feeling because it's worked for us and others need a little bit of practice. So don't uh, don't fear that. Just go ahead and practice and check in. This is where we check in to see how we want to decide on things. It's um, using our gut feelings. Another name for the wise mind that I want to make clear because I've used this with a lot of my clients and if they'll be listening, they'll be wondering why I'm not using the term. I often say check in to that place that's behind your heart. It's kind of that center of knowingness, like gnosis. There's a place in our being that is hidden inside this body. Uh, It's a place of feeling. And when we check in there or when we place our attention there, something arises in us. Whether it's feelings, thoughts, we can just know something. So play with this. Experiment and see what you can come up with for Using this as another way to make beautiful decisions for your life, to get you out of your anxious thinking and dropping back down into the body. Some of the things we want to keep in mind when we're trying this is making our decisions 
based on both our rational mind, which is the facts that are in front of us, and checking in with our gut intuition. And of course, emotions come up, and we will take those into consideration also. But we want to be sure that we drop into this body piece. Another thing that we want to do is really see how it was. Did the decision or the thought, the new idea feel right? Often people have a feeling about something, but they go against it because they can't believe that just a feeling in the center of your body, uh, how could that be something that knew something? Well, I don't have a way to explain that, but I do want to let you know that it has always served me. And I see it serve my clients as they go along. Many people that I work with come living in their minds, the head, the thoughts, and have completely cut themselves off from the beingness and the feelings that come out of the body. So when we make that connection, it's not one over the other. It's the two together. We always want to look at the facts. And of course, emotions come up from our thoughts. But we also want to check in with this wise mind and see what our gut intuition has to say about each thing that comes up. So before you make decisions, check in with your center. Check in with the wise mind and see how it feels. If you check in and you feel nervous, note that and and consider that maybe this is not the right decision. Or it could be that you feel really excitement. Remember when we have anxiety, anything that feels like that, and I have air quotes going around that, makes us anxious. So even something that would be normally excitement for somebody else feels bad to us because it feels like anxiety. It makes us nervous. We, this is a beautiful place for us to check in and see if we can't reframe some nervousness into excite or double check. This is all an experiment. It's about you get better with it because you start to really refine the feelings. I can know when I take the time to check in if something is right for me or not. Now, that doesn't mean I always go with it because my thinking mind may take over with other things. Well, what about this? Well, what about that? But I will tell you that going with your gut probably is not going to go wrong for you. So check in with it. See how you do. Move a little bit out of that mind. You're not throwing it away. Just going to add a little bit extra going to drop into the body and let it speak its piece too. And all together, it's like bringing another director onto the board. I mean, you have some more, another point of view, some more information. And we can sit with that. And actually, feelings are very real. When you are coming out of your anxiety and clearing it out, you will notice that as you're reconnecting to the body, you can feel more. 
you can distinguish between excitement and nervousness. And why? Because you are putting your attention there. You're putting your focus there. And you're taking the time to split it open and see which it is. Whereas before, one little feeling and it set our emotions off or it set our anxiety off and we're gone. But now we can go slower as we are healing. We can go slower and we can feel, is this excitement? Is this nervousness? Is this a good decision? Is this something I should avoid? I hope that you'll give it a try because it's it's kind of exciting to add a little bit more to our thinking than just reaction. And again, because we're going to drop down and pay attention to the wise mind, we're going to be going more consciously and slowly so that we will have more time and space to choose versus react. So remember, you can call it intuition. You can call it listening to your gut. I like to call it the wise mind, but use it. I think that you will be pleasantly surprised because with anxiety, we are trapped in our head. We are trapped in the those marching thoughts going across that stage, one after the other, sometimes pushing one out, each other out of the way, all trying to get our attention. And we can drop out of that and drop down into this wise mind and actually get some clarity. We can actually feel how we should go forward, what decision we should make. Give it a try. And I'll remember, if you have any questions that you would like to have answered here on the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, send us an email. You can send it over to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. That's about it for today's episode. But before I read today's quote, I want to offer you all the opportunity to take healing your anxiety and panic to the next level. In the podcast, we share everything you need to know to begin to clear your anxiety panic, to get on the path. And with a little personal guidance and the right group of people around you, the sky's the limit. I'd like to invite you to join our group coaching membership program. It's an even deeper dive into what you learn in these episodes. You receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets emailed to you monthly, twice a month recorded group coaching calls that you can attend live or listen to the recording. And we have a secret Facebook group for coaching community support all month long. Jump in and stay as long as you need. If you're serious about clearing your anxiety panic and go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I would love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. If you realized how powerful your thoughts are, you would never think a negative thought. And that's from Peace Pilgrim. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. But until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 